ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. All right. I must sit on me too much. If my leg goes to sleep, it's your fault. No, it's all right. Tell me when you're comfortable. Because you're not going to say that the whole time. That's fine. I'll let you rest your leg on me. <laughs> okay, thanks for the permission. Then you can both say, I am. I am. <laughs> I thought you would have already said that. It's like, I am just getting a random guy. <laughs> <laughs> really, really that's, that's pretty much what they did. Really? Good have. <laughs> Hi, guys. Welcome back to episode 37. Uh, welcome back to Through Brown Eyes. Make sure to like, subscribe, and comment down below, and maybe hit that notification button. So, as you can see today, we have a guest with us. So, I'll just hand it over to Jay to introduce himself. Hello, everyone. My name is Jay. Flat Mandela, aka your favorite artist, aka your rapper's favorite rapper. <laughs> like anyone knows me on here, anyway. But yeah, my name is Jay. Uh, Birmingham, born and raised, and yeah, just excited to be here. Hey. Thank you for joining us. If you could describe yourself in three words, what would it be? Three words. Confident. Love that. That's it. <laughs> I was confident, focused, and authentic. They are good words. Whoa, they are good words. I just feel like you're ready. Like any question we've got, you're just gonna come out. Exactly. Like, Let's go. <laughs> okay. We know each other, so I go. would describe myself as motivated, confident. I'm gonna say confident too. I'm pretty confident. Come on. Um, and I can't think of any. Beautiful. <laughs> I love that one. Actually, Bye. She loves that one. Self love, guys. <laughs> you're on the self love. I love that. So because of what's there. <laughs> Give me that wash, wash day equals self love. <laughs> it, does, it actually does. It really does. That one wash day a week actually does. But yeah, when the only that one day you feel beautiful. Like <laughs> it's all different. Wide comb, like all that stuff. Back it though because today I literally posted on my Insta, self care Sunday. I had a, had a nice little trim, you know, just sort yourself out, take a breath, take in life. So, you know that shower. Has like this is my main thing. Like you know that shower, shower where like you wash your hair, you can deep condition, you mask right. like, and then you like you know what I mean like la like lather. That's my wash hair. And then you just like <laughs> and repeat. Like, yeah, yeah, like you I feel that. Good, that's a really like self care shower. Like, it's <laughs> up, Mindy. You can go. Cool. Uh, I would say witty. I would say empathetic, and oh. I would say trustworthy. But are you though? Oh. That's for you to find out. <laughs> I think you are. Okay, I got so mine. far. I think. Okay. Loud. <laughs> so far. Caring. I'm very caring. I think. You're quite caring. And my last one. I want to say funny, but I'll take the funny because I think I'm funny. Okay. It's about if no one else thinks I'm funny. Well, I'm the rest of the bitch face is like. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny, you know. <laughs> I felt very weird like sending them to you guys as well like, after I sent them to Joe I was like am I a weirdo I have a question myself but I basically was watching these unconventional ways of living videos um <laughs> And I thought it'd be great to discuss them. 
yeah so i sent you guys all the videos um we'll leave the videos in the description oh box please watch them guys you want to watch them um no, yeah <laughs> they were a lot i'm not gonna lie they were only like six seven minutes long but they were a lot after you sent them though i was clicking on other ones because i wanted to know more <laughs> it's a disease <laughs> it's spreading it's a disease um for real but so the three videos i sent were a married couple being in a polyamorous relationship, a parent, parents who free, bring their children up as free range children. And <laughs> I don't even know how to describe the third it one. It was a polyamorous relationship. It was a polyamorous relationship like, with a twist. He likes <laughs> to a big twist. Yeah. Come on. Look <laughs> what it says on the tin with a big twist. <laughs> but, okay, so just the overview of it. The husband, there's a husband and wife, and they're from the USA. Why is everyone like that from the USA? Um, but <laughs> <laughs> no shade, no shade. They um, basically are in a polyamorous relationship because the husband said after 10 years he fell in love with somebody else. So the, the, the episode kind of explores how they're living with that, what they're doing with it, and how they're getting on. They've got a business out of it. Um, yeah. And they help other people who are thinking about going to those relationships mm -hmm. and stuff. But it's just so mad. Well, just for anyone who doesn't know what it is. So being polyamorous is being involved in the practice of engaging in multiple romantic and typically sexual relationships with the consent of all people involved. So it's based, similar to an open relationship, basically. Mad though. Yeah. Go on, Dale. I'll, I'll let you take the floor. <laughs> so the thing is, I, so I've heard of, I heard of polyamory probably a few years back. Um, and I think back then, I think it's a lot smaller than it is now. I feel like the rampant rage of social media and everything just being everywhere. Did you know I identify with this? That's the age we live in. We, there's so much information out, right? So it wasn't new to me. So I was watching it. And you know what? The point of my life I've come to is that people will do what they want to do. You know what? If it works for them, great. If it doesn't work for them, then they need to find something else. With polyamory and the way they were doing it, I think it worked because the communication was there to an extent. Like the couple that had been married and, you know, they were, that was their business. It looked like it worked because she'd be like, my won't get freaky on Friday. <laughs> salsa dancing. She's, she's meeting up with my man to go down to get some soul food and some good, like she literally picked people in each area of her life mm -hmm. that she thought she kind of lacked or wanted to add to. And then likewise for the husband, he was just choosing who he wanted to see, people that like made him feel comforted and whatever. And they both knew who they were dating at the same time. So it's like, I'm going to see Charles to do salsa dancing on Thursday. And he'd be like, cool, I'm going with Leanne to go get me some soul food. Calm, <laughs> innit? But then other ones where people are new to it and it's like the, the feelings of jealousy, not knowing where the boundaries were, that's when it gets a little bit like, you can see why it wouldn't work, but then, you know, until you've experienced it, I guess it's hard to kind of be the outsider looking in. Yeah. But would you want to experience That's what I was going to just it. say, would you, would you guys be down for that kind of relationship? Yeah? Yeah, you. Yeah, you. <laughs> Big J don't shit. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm the same. I thought I'm, there's just no way, I can't even fathom any time in my life, like, especially if I'm married to someone for 10 years and then they come back and say, I cheated on you, I fell in love with someone else. Okay, put them in the relationship as well. Are you mad? That does, I just, it, my head just didn't work for me. Yeah, I, I agree in the sense that Jay was like, 
um you if it works for you it works for you i agree yeah but but my personal point of view like hypothetically for this for our podcast we've got to imagine that you're in this situation i would never be in that situation so you're married and your wife or your husband turns around and says okay i fell in love with someone else i'd be so hurt what are you doing i'd be you've got kids with them and everything Mm -hmm. i would be very hurt not gonna lie i'd be like how what what (laughs) do you know i mean you'd question your whole marriage what would you do i I wouldn't I wouldn't see being um, having a whole polyamorous relationship as an option for myself I wouldn't be like okay you cheated on me let's bring them in and we'll be happy family do you know what I mean nah (laughs) I can't but like is it one of those things that you can't knock it till you try it would you try it then if but then wouldn't it even question okay it wouldn't cross my mind in, at, 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 at the start <laughs> there's no way I'm no too jealous for that as well I know there's no freaking way there's no way some some uh, no Jay what about you you know what because I think because I did a, um, a similar question um, on one of my insta lives and I had, um, I had I had one of my friends on with me and we were discussing that whole dynamic well, we did it from you're married you've got three kids, you've kind of settled, the kids are old enough to kind of take care of themselves. You're maybe 50 years old, been married for, let's say, I don't know, 20 years. And your partner comes out and says, hey, I actually cheated um, just as we were getting together, um, but I just didn't tell you because X, like, what would you do? And for me, I think my way of thinking then is the same now, is that first, I want to know what happened why you did it, how you feel at the time, then how you feel about it now. So if I can get into your head, then I can ration like my response because I feel like I, I'm the kind of person where I'll take stuff in, like logically process it. And then I'll like drip feed my emotion in once I've got all the pieces, like it's, so if someone's saying to me, well, first, if you cheat, let's deal with that first. <laughs> let's, let's deal with that first. You know what I mean? Let's not just skip past like that. That didn't happen. Deal with that first and then if you're still on talking terms after that then talk about the polyamory because if it i don't know if it's better if it comes from a genuine place because some people cheating like oh i don't care about it but some people are like no i genuinely love like this person added something to me and i think you've got to deep it then because if that's another person that you love like that's why you're with them then i can see where that situation could arise where the other person gets brought in if you're aligned with polyamory in general. Yeah. Somewhat logical. Yeah. Mm -hmm. In my head, it's like, why is your first wife or your first girl not giving you all that, that you have to have another person to give you that then? Do you get what I mean? That's what these, they are. They're they're lacking something for the relation that they're already in. They need someone for them to go somewhere. Like they need to spice up their life a little bit. But I get it. Like it might be 30 years, 40 years, you're probably used to each other and whatever. So you need something different. But I think, oh, I don't know. No, but even then, like, I'm such a believer in, like, you have one person. Like, you have your person. Yeah. So I feel like if I was married and 40, 50 years, like, my husband came to me and was like, I want to start seeing other people, but I still want to keep you. I'm the type of person to be like, you can't eat, like, you can't Mm -hmm. make the cake. You can't, you can't, you can't do that. because You can't have the best of both worlds. Yeah, I can do it. It's like, um, I kind of think if, if, so if I was to be able to do it, I probably don't care about you that much. Yeah. yeah. If, I could, 
I could like see Tyrone walking down the street and I know Tyrone and you have had a nice evening last night. Mm. That means I probably don't care enough anyway. In which case, what am I doing? Exactly. So, you That's know, true. in Malaysia, it was that new, that new couple that they were talking to and she started going out with his mate. That was, was bad. Oh, that was bad. <laughs> what the fuck? I could see the hurt in him. He was so not okay with it. So what if it was your friend then? What if you had a girl <laughs> or somebody else and they was like, okay, I'm talking to your friend now as well. <laughs> <laughs> that makes it 10 times worse for me. She's like, f- oh, it's like, mad. The fact that she was so calm with it. She was doing it like it was normal because it was normal to her. Is, she to was getting the attention from both sides. That's the difference. That's when they were sitting down, like both of their hands were on her. She was getting the love from both sides. It's different. Yeah, I did that. I did. This is right. Man was gripping up her leg. She was gripping up next man's leg. I was like, yo, but what if man wants to get my leg gripped? Like, what on then? <laughs> yeah, there's always one left over. It's kind of like a food chain. It's definitely a food chain. Survival of the fittest. Yeah, def- it really is like survival of the But whoever can handle it will survive. Whoever can't will be gone. I think That's it's so just mad. Greedy. I think it's just being greedy. I think so. I think it's because that girl to me, she just seemed like it was, she was getting I so know, much. It was I so think greedy. When you're open to polyamory itself, they wouldn't say it was greedy yeah i know but to me like you felt, yeah if like, you view it that way that's fine but i'm just saying in their point of view it's like well i get this from you i'll get this from you why can't you get the same all that from one person then that's not you your person know. i really don't know like, i'm actually deep in it like, and how many like yeah. number one why do you have a number one why do you have it you know that's, i think they have like a, some of them have like a primary party? relationship yeah. um, so they have their primary like, so that for example the husband and wife are only this like their primary yeah, relationship that. But then they'll go do other stuff with like women and men, whoever like. But you know what was mad was when they were swiping through Tinder and her yeah. husband's like, yeah, no, that, guy, that guy's great for you. Oh no, I don't know if that, that was mad. That was mad. Oh. <laughs> but even, um, just quickly, the, um, the, the guy had to sign that, uh, they signed a contract which stated he was like number two. He was like the secondary lover. See that Ian? Man said, you, Oh, garlic bread. This is what garlic <laughs> bread would do. You get eaten before the meal, not during. You will come in a separate box. I'm dead. You'll get left over. That is your job. That is your role. Do not overstep it. Do you get it? As the garlic bread. <laughs> Guys, you have, you have to watch these videos because I just can't. I just... I just but, can't put myself in that headspace. No, but would you be okay being a garlic bread? I don't like well. I'm not... I want to be the I want to be the chicken on the plate. We're the main meal. Literally, no chance in garlic <laughs> bread. But we about like general. We were talking about uni just before recording, yeah. and we were talking about how some girls actually, and guys like love going for taken girls and guys. Like, <laughs> that's such a that's hate. Like their sort of I would say it's a fetish. In that honest. video as well, the guy yeah. was with a lady who said she was like, "I love married men." Oh, it was her. Yeah. Yeah. I love married men, and I would say at uni. Certain girls and guys know that somebody's in a relationship, but they'll still try and go for it. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, it's like a, it's like a secret challenge for them. <laughs> it's so much. I love a challenge. It don't stop them. But put it so let's have a situation. So you're you're with somebody, and then everybody knows. Like at uni, everyone knew like who was together, like whatever, whatever. And somebody then tried to like fully try and move to your other half. 
okay. what we're doing. Look, first, I like of all, <laughs> first of all, let me just say, in my in my point of view, guys don't clock that girls are trying to get with them. That's so in, oh, the, in the previous episode that we just no in the next episode we talk about this actually yeah. and there was a time mm-hmm. where someone was flirting with a guy i was going out with um and they basically found his number on linkedin um on that <laughs> linkedin grind right there <laughs> you know what? sometimes i have to <laughs> that is a serious hustle sorry carry on it's okay. Um, so they found his number off LinkedIn, and I first thing I said was, "They're not phoning you because of your job, because they, obviously they're a parent of the child. I they're not phoning you because, because of your job." He was like, "Nah, nah, they are like it's nothing deep, whatever." I was like, "You know what? I'm just gonna take a deep breath." Next day, oh, you never guess what happened. She asked me. If, she asked me if I wanted to go on a date. Duh. I was like. No, my response was like, you know, survival of the fittest. I was like, give me her number. <laughs> yeah, I'm like that. And then <laughs> I'm literally the same. They were like, no, like you don't need to go that far. But I think it was just like, I'm very territorial. So, you know, if you try to damage my relationship, you're oh. going to get damaged too. <laughs> <laughs> but it didn't stop. So she knew that he had a girlfriend, so but then- it didn't stop so why what what are you guys doing if someone does that to you not the linkedin thing but maybe something like <laughs> oh can i just ask like do you agree with my point that guys don't necessarily think a girl's flirting with them oh, until yeah. a girl tells all my friends are guys at uni and they all say oh they're just being friendly shut up because <laughs> <laughs> the, the general dynamic is the guy usually will have to make a move. Like the girl can like lay the foundation. Like you get the the eyes, a little contact, the little little chasey game, yeah. So they'll they'll say like I'm receptive right now. Wi-Fi three bars, and it's up to you to go and l- log into the Wi-Fi. You know what I mean? <laughs> to connect. Yeah, yeah. Seen it, then you're gonna go. Okay, I'm gonna go talk to her now. Da 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 da. But so when girls are being friendly, there's not much difference. Yeah, but if, you have- if you're not on, like mentally tapped in, you're not going to see much of a difference. She might just want to talk. She might think you're funny, but she doesn't necessarily want to. Okay, okay. But if you had a girl, if, you, if your girl told you that she had suspicions that oh, this girl's trying to flirt with you, and you was like, we're just friends. Would you shrug her off? Or would you be she's like, just friends? She just be nice and then it's probably a job <laughs> or it's uni or whatever. Because we've both been through that situation <laughs> plenty of times. Plenty, plenty of times. Well, I think number one. It depends on the level of trust that's currently in the relationship, right? So if I'm with babes and we're cool and she understands the type of man I am, it won't matter. Like, if it annoys her, if she's annoyed or this girl's being particularly annoyed, she'll come to me and be like, she can go. And then at which point you say, well, you make a decision. Boom, you say, okay, cool. I don't know what this is. Because you know when some people get told, like, I've got a boyfriend, they're like, oh my God, I've got a boyfriend, you know? But it's like... I don't know what this is. What <laughs> 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 um, about you? Like, do you feel like guys don't get the vibe as much? Because you know uh, how guys like we know guys, we know how they're gonna act. Like, don't wear that. Yeah. Don't... <clears throat> we feel the same about girls. Like, we know when a girl is trying to get in a certain place of a man's body. And we're not you saying know? straight away. Like at uni, for example, like people talk to you, and then like a couple of months down the line, they try and make a move. Do you know what I mean? But you know. 
but they're just your friend at the start so your girl's not going to say anything because if you're just having friendly conversation lecture you're going to be like that's yeah fine. like i'm not the type of person to just like yeah, but every when, but girl then when, that comes. But then when the like, girl tries to make a move, why did you not know that it was she? Why is she trying to make a move? Now that's what I'm asking. How come she felt so comfortable? I thought you were just friends in lectures. That's what I'm So thinking. you're saying, so you're kind of saying that the guy's given off these receptors that he's available, basically. No. I think guys I, fail to say that I've got a girlfriend at the right time. They will eventually say it, but I think no, they say it when it's too late. I don't know about that one. Maybe. I think, yeah, guys. <laughs> That's how sneaky girls can be. They don't. Some girls don't care that you got a girl. That's what you have to remember. Like yeah. loads of people always say that like, guys are like this. Guys are like but girls, girls are, are bad. So just as sneaky. Girls are bad. We could be just as sneaky. We're not just saying. I mean, they don't know. Me. So that's what I'm saying. <laughs> no. What was it even? Yeah, I, I think <laughs> it just. I think it just depends on the on the on the on the relationship specifically and how much trust and commitment in that relationship because obviously if, if you know it's not going anywhere all it takes is for one second to shut it down and that's the end of that do you know what I mean so that's it could be as easy as that or so we don't every, that's what we're saying everyone likes attention though that's mm. different even if you're if you're with if you see like, everybody likes it's so true. kind of attention it's true yeah, like you're not gonna. I'm not gonna lie. Like when someone said I'm pretty, I, I love it. Like, Whether you've I'm got a like, man yeah, or a girl or not, some sometimes you just want someone else. You know what I mean? It's it's yeah. It's a nice. So feeling. do you think that's the start of all these polyamorous relationships? <laughs> a bit of something, something, and then slowly, slowly, it gets like this. I guess it could be. But it's true though. Say you're in a relationship for ten years, and if some other girl or some other guy said something nice about you, you're not gonna be like, oh, shut up. I got a girlfriend. I got a wife. Whatever. <laughs> that happened to my dad. You know. <laughs> <laughs> my dad grew a beard during lockdown so my dad's bald um he grew his full He's beard out never had a beard just like a goatee or whatever he said he went to work and this one woman never who never speaks to him was like you look really you look really different you look really nice like like yeah she was checking him out and then he was like oh thank you and then she was like you know the beard's really good and whatever and he kept she kept talking to him and my dad doesn't wear wedding rings I don't know why he doesn't wear his wedding ring. I actually don't even know why. Um, so he came home and he told me that, oh, all the girls at work liked my beard. And I was like, you never speak about girls from work. Like, he never does. It wasn't about Lloyd. It wasn't about these guys. Yeah, and he's like, all the girls at work like my beard. And I was like, do you enjoy the attention a little bit? And he was like, yeah, of course. Of course. But I did have to tell them that, oh, yeah, my wife. He, he said he dropped it in there. that like, oh, yeah, my wife's not a fan of it. So that they, they know that he's mad. <laughs> I was like, that's smooth. That's pretty smooth. To but be am I right with that everybody likes the attention? Yeah. To a certain limit. Yeah. To yeah. Okay. If you like attention, like if someone said you're pretty, would you would you be like <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Oh, look at the you go. Exactly. Exactly. Everybody <laughs> It is what it is. It is what it is. <laughs> if I speak I like... <laughs> So you know the woman in the video? So I kind of felt like my whole assumption was, did she then accept the polyamorous relationship because she didn't want to lose him? Mm. So I kind of thought maybe she just went with it because she loves it. You know, like she, in my head, I she loves him more than he loved her. I know that's quite controversial. I think that isn't but relationships I think, though. I think if you're really in love with someone, I, I kind of felt for her because maybe she didn't want to lose him. And she was comfortable. Like, that was her life. She didn't know anything else. So she thought, mm. I have to try that. And then she was like, 
I was like, well, if you're bringing girls home, I'm bringing guys too. And then I thought maybe she just said that because then at least she won't feel left out as well. So I kind of, I went a bit deep, you know. I was like, maybe maybe she's like, she didn't know anything else and she loved, her love for him was that much that she would try that, do you know what I mean? Yeah, she had, she had kids with him and everything. She had a whole family set up and everything. So I guess you have to take that into consideration. That her whole life, does she throw her whole life away or does she sort of incorporate it into her lifestyle? Which is something you have to consider because a lot of people stay with people because they're comfortable. They're scared of like the unknown, do you know what I mean? They're scared of what's going to happen if I leave it. Like you're with someone for like, I don't know, three years, 10 years, whatever. You'd, you're like, I gave everything to that person. So you don't know anything else. You you rather you try something else. So she was like, "Yeah, I'll try other people then," and it worked for them. It worked. So don't knock it till you try it. I guess it's true. It goes back to that. (laughs) I don't think I can. I I would rather be single than do that. Not gonna lie. Yeah, Yeah, because the thing is, though, if you're single, you can still see if like you still see people. It's not that you can't see people. So it's. Yeah, but even when I'm single, like. Even when I was single, like I was, I was never the type of person to go on multiple dates at one mm-hmm. time. I was always still committed. I'd always focus on one person each. Like I was still that person. I think it's confusing sometimes. Like you could talk to multiple people, but then yeah, I don't. You have to keep a file and a, and a record so, of like oh. <laughs> Excel spreadsheet. <laughs> oh yes. Yeah, got it. <laughs> Literally, you have to keep a spreadsheet. I know people who speak to like 20, 30 people. How, how do you have the time? I'm like, how do you do that? I, just, I don't understand. I just thought, how do you remember what you spoke to who about? What if you speak, oh, what if you speak about that person to that person, you say it to that person? But in Birmingham, everybody knows each other. If you spoke to all those people in Birmingham, they're probably all friends. Probably. I feel like... <laughs> it's a big polyamorous people. relationship in Birmingham. Yeah, I feel like <laughs> our culture doesn't help that though, like... They, it's kind of like you have one person and that's it. Like dating's not allowed. So I feel like that's embedded oh, in yeah. my head. In our culture, yeah. you date to like you're going out. You date to, to marry, basically. Um, and there's no other end goal. Yeah. You can't date for fun. You have to date to marry. Well, not date. even date. Yeah, yeah you know, never brought up to date. Automatically turn it with someone you want to marry, <laughs> and you never even hold held their hand or looked at a guy before. Like guys who. That's mad. That's like for us. I think that's probably why it's secretly embedded uh, into you. But- how do you think it affects the children in the relationship? Like, do you think the child should be, say, for instance, the child should be aware that their parents are living this lifestyle or love style, whatever they want to call it? it. To, Those children, like, we're not a normal family, but they were all right with it. So they were they? Pretty, they seem pretty chill. I don't think they have a choice, though, do they? Like, if my mum turned around to me and said, listen, yeah, <laughs> I'd be like, mom. <laughs> I just wouldn't want to know. If it was my mum and dad, I would like, I don't want to know that. I would <laughs> want to know that. I cannot know that my mum's like, no, thank you, please, no, thank you. I like, I was dropped off by a stalk anyway, you know, yeah. like my uh, my parents are virgins in my head, like, mm. nah. But Asians think. <laughs> I think it's difficult. It depends. I think it just depends on the age. And I think you've got, I, think, I don't think there's like a uniform at eight years old they have to know but I think you have to balance it with the type of person the child is and then if it's just a case of I mean it's just a clear explanation because I think more time things get misconstrued when you don't fully know what's going on kind of thing so I was gonna say if they don't know the ins and outs but I thought it might be a little bit graphic (laughs) (laughs) but if you don't know what's going on (laughs) then 
but it might just be a case of um, you sit that kid's down, dad loves mom, mom loves dad, or mom loves mom, or whatever. But then it's like, but also, um, this is um, who daddy lives with when he's not here, or this is who mom lives with. So and if and it depends on the level of relationship, because if you're just going out on a Friday and doing whatever, or if you're actually with that person, like you care about mm. them, then it depends on if you introduce that person to the kids or, I don't know, it's just, I think there's so many different varieties of polyamory. Like I think it's a big term. So yeah. putting it all in one, I think as long as the kids are put first, cause now you've got the kids and they know, so it won't come back to harm them later on. Then I think, I don't know where that is, but whatever that is, mm. then. That's good. That's actually a good way of putting um, it. No, I agree. I feel like if you don't address it, they'll they'll unconsciously they'll struggle with it when they get older. So I think you, you yeah. definitely have to address it. And kids are nosy as kids well. Like everything. kids will ask you questions anyway, so you might as well just tell them. But I feel like by telling them, you're not asking them. It's not their choice anyway. So if they're little and they're not able to move out or they're not rich enough like us <laughs> to move out then they have to just accept it they can't they can't do anything about it as well so I feel like yeah they were like we're not a normal family which mm. I don't really like that term because who's normal who's really normal, yeah. but I just feel like they don't really have a choice they just have to accept it too or come around to it no matter yeah. how they feel because even if they're like think that they, they, they would tell their mom like mom I don't like that you're doing that it still wouldn't really change anything mm. I think it just opens up them to the idea of it. So when they start getting in relationships, they think that they maybe have the idea of it from an early or they wouldn't yeah. be the complete opposite. So but then do you think, sorry, do you think that could affect their their way of looking at relationships and commitment and things like that? That might change that. Yeah, that's what I literally was about to say the same thing. So I think as long as it's explained well, they can know what it is. And because they mm. might, let's say it's a poor explanation. They start dating people and it's like, oh, I can have as many people as I want. When it's like, well, no, your mom and dad aren't having as many people as they want. They just feel that they can love multiple people at the same time. So yeah. there's a difference between those two. So they just need to know this is what polyamory is. And then they can they have the choice to be polyamorous or not, but not have this broken understanding of what it is and then messing themselves up for like the next seven years and they're like I can't trust men you know what I mean <laughs> but I also think they're the opposite way where if they're really little they might think that's that's the only way you're supposed mm -hmm. to be with people so they might think that oh, I'm in a relationship and then naturally without like unconsciously Gravitate. they're just going to sure. go and have mm -hmm. someone else to but I feel like also letting them know like even our parents should let well not our parents our generation would let our kids know that oh you know there's different types of relationships out there not just one person but the way the world is now i think they can find all that because social media is that's right they can just google it they, they will yeah. find you more exposed to so many other things right now though because mm. when we was at school we didn't have all this so. so the next video we had homework to look at was <laughs> about was also about a polyamorous relationship with it with a twist we said wasn't it <laughs> well what was the twist he so the I'm guy called the guy called himself a feeder and then did that take it away you let <laughs> explain what it means he likes big girls so he was he was in a polyamorous relationship but the girls had to be big and he would feed them to make them bigger because he wanted them to be 
as big as they could but he said he said he's doing it in a healthy way that's one bit I wanted to touch on afterwards when they were eating he was like yeah but the one of the girls was like yeah but he'll look after me and it's healthy I've, I've researched it and stuff but the moral is that he likes big girls and the bigger the better basically so I'm just going to leave it there Jay for you the floor's open can I just quickly clarify so we're saying big girls we don't mean tall girls oh, okay we mean we mean BBW yeah but they're also very obese girls. Unhealthy, wait. Un yeah. Let's, let's not, let's not. Let's not beat them around the bush. They were <laughs> obese. And I think people have like a very negative connotation of like a shaming nature, but it's like scientifically they are obese, clearly. Like it's just a state. Like you wouldn't say, oh, you are average. Oh my God, average. Like an average, but like it's not. Is there's the middle of the bell curve and there's the extremes. You know what I mean? I'm not offended for you calling me extremely tall because I am extremely tall, you know what I mean? So they were obese. Big girls were, they weren't big. They were, they were very big. Let's not get twisted. Anyone will see when they watch the video. But yeah, again, there's no, there's no shade, you know what I mean? No shade. They were just very big. And the point where he's saying, yeah, I don't want to danger the health. I was like, brother, you danger the health 12 Popeye sandwiches ago, bro, about don't want to danger the health. Did you see, you know what? The funny thing is that when I was watching the videos, I was eating, right? Let me just say I was not eating after I watched the videos. No, I just couldn't. I was like, oh well, that's no food for today. <laughs> I should have warned you. I should have, when you told me, I was like, I didn't, I didn't think that you were going to be eating at that point. <laughs> But I do apologize because food's like, yes. You know? To go into that, he would like buy them loads of takeaway and junk food and stuff, and like they were all eating it. But he wasn't even eating it, they were just both sitting, like both his girls sitting, and they were eating all this food. And like he, he said, like he's their feeder, like he'll feed them so they can get bigger. And it was just mad. That's all I can say. It was just mad. Okay, so I, I had a very dark thought about this episode. So I think he's trying to kill him. You reckon? Straight off the bat. I think he's trying to kill him. I think she's like, oh, he'll look after me, but she doesn't realise that he's trying to kill them. You know that witch in Hansel and Gretel, yeah? She's trying to feed Hansel. Yeah. That's happening, you know? Yeah. I really, that's what's, why, would, why would any sane... He I watched, understand everyone no, has their I attractions, so. right? He actually has that. No, he but... He liked to lie in between them when he said he wants to be squashed. He likes squashing. Yeah. He, likes, he likes that. No, that I, understand, I understand that, but... If you really love someone, what's more important, the fetish or them dying? He, he was he's trying to kill them. He, he wants to be squashed. That's his thing. Like he was literally lying in between them and he was like lying between their butts. Yeah. Happy. Like, man, no, he has achieved squash state. He like no more body mass <laughs> is making him any more squashed. Like he, there is a limit and like he hit it. Like he hit it a long time ago. It's like, fam. Yeah, you mean. can't be more squashed. I don't. I, I need to look at you, big man. You cannot be more squashed. Like, I'm, actually, I'm surprised he's not 2D at like right now. He, yeah. at, at this point, or even dead. Like, why did he? Why is he I, That's what I was scared of. What if he gets suffocated? If he's sleeping between them, he could be suffocated. He's trying to kill them. I'm telling you now. You know the news is gonna come out. Yeah, in two months' time. I'm telling you. You guys are gonna say, "Oh shit, Karina okay. said that." So that. But, okay, one bit I want to mention in that was there was a bit in there where he was flapping their arms, right? Oh, yeah. I was pissed. Was I'm not going to lie. I was getting pissed off. Why? Because I was like, 
he was literally making a mockery out of them, in my opinion. Like, mm. yeah, because he did it to the one girl, and then she was just eating her chicken wings, like, girl. whatever. Did it to the other girl, and he was like, don't try tense, you know, you've got fat arms. Mm. And I was like, but because you take it as offense for them, they, they didn't take the word fat as, or buffalo yeah. wing as an offense, you know what I'm saying? Saying <laughs> what you said, though, about the killing thing, do you think he does it? Do you think there's, like, not even like in his conscious maybe subconsciously he makes them like that so nobody else wants them but only he can have them think about it if he's fed them fed them fed them it's like this is for me i would probably hazard a guess to say that most people don't like their women at that extreme i don't think that'd be a popular opinion so maybe he has just created these women for him like he's like these are mine i'll feed them until Kingdom come, the cows come home, and then that's his like. That's how that, I think that potentially could be. I'm not a psychiatrist or a psychologist or anything, but that might be how he gets his like pleasure from it. But then that's him assuming that house likes girls that big. Then, mm. but then does he even like girls big? Then, because if he thinks nobody else does, then why would he? But he did say like I've always been attracted to big girls like that, like severely obese. But he said like young like, not petite woman. But just, I, I get like when he was like flapping their arms and stuff. Don't get I can understand like guys like the wildest stuff, and when you hear said that loud, you're like, what? But like that's just how guys are. They will find like the most obscure behavioral pattern or detail and like it. So I can see, I can understand him finding that like attractive. But I think there's a point, there's a line. That's yeah, the line. Yeah. That is the line. No man's gonna come around and wiggle some girl's arms and say, "Yeah, she's a girl for me." That's the line. That has to be the line. There is. No, the health is a line. The health is a line. Like you can do that, like to most people. You would do that to girls. Whoa! Hey! Whoa! Hey, whoa! <laughs> whoa! <laughs> You, would you do that? About me. My behavior is not being called into question. This is, <laughs> this is my 4,555 miles away, yeah? I can conceivably understand why he could potentially find it attractive. Okay, I and, understand yeah. that. I get that. It's but just these fetishes. I don't understand fetishes then, that's why. No, I don't even think it's... It is. I don't think he really loved them because did you see there was like a, a thing that said like part two. So That's he was not, very yeah. into polyamory as well, right? Yeah. And even the girls were like, you know, we we have a relationship between each other and stuff. Because I was like, okay, that's fine. But for me, the thing that got me was his fetish was actually being squished. Mm, he that sad. was his fetish. And he was just like, come over here. I like to be, I like to be sat on. <laughs> like all this stuff. I'm in some IKEA furniture, B. <laughs> I was literally at the, I was working as well. I remember I was working and I was like, this, this, this something else. There's something else to this. Like I think that's why I try to kill them. Or he's trying to kill himself by getting squished. I don't I just I think know. either one of those, but I, I totally I, agree. I, I kind I, of think I, it comes down to control. Yeah, I feel I like think... he, he wants control and power over these women and obviously and they're becoming obese or whatever I don't know it's, it's I, even if he has to look after them I kind of feel like he would do that because they're under his control but then if the he dies of squishedness 
Who's going to look after them? He died between two booties. He's okay. <laughs> his way to go out, I guess. That's what he wanted. That's what we should have got him on the podcast. But going on to that then, I want to ask about when you're in a relationship and the other person um, gains weight. Gains weight or or um, comments on your weight in a negative way to you, basically. Because some people are, oh, you know what I mean? So in a negative way or just generally. Okay, so for example, say you're in a relationship, right? And you don't, you maybe put on a few pounds here and there, whatever, lockdown, okay, gyms are closed. Whatever. I swear I saw this on your Instagram, Jay, like the other day. About the smash burgers. Yeah. This is where you got it. <laughs> okay. Do you want to explain what that situation yeah. was? So essentially, we're on the TL. It was um, a man who was posting about his wife and he said, look, my yes. wife, we got married, we were all happy. Um, and then I can't remember how many years it was, but she's basically gained weight. I'm not attracted to her anymore. And she's been banging 200 pound a month on smash burgers. And he's like, what do I do? And then everyone just kind of had, obviously, bare opinions in the comments um, and all of that. So that was essentially the starting point for the discussion. Okay, first of all, don't put your business out there on social media. That's my, <laughs> that's my, that's the first thing I was going to say. Is ba- if, if, you're, if you're married and in a relationship, you have a sense of, you should have a sense of communication and trust. So why are you asking the whole <laughs> randos what to do in your relationship. I think the biggest thing there is that something's wrong with your wife. It's not about the way. If she's spending that much money on takeaway all the time. Don't ask her what's wrong. Ask her what's wrong. Ask her why she put all that weight. But you know what? The fact is why she said I'm not attracted to her anymore. That is sad. It was not that. It was, for me, that? it wasn't even that because that's quite a normal thing that people say. I think that's For mad. me, it was, oh, she's, <laughs> she's spending £210 on Sebastian week. <laughs> Every day or week. How have you got that much money, honey? First of all, tell me what your business is because I want to earn that much money. <laughs> but I, second of all, something else is going on, on with her. Second of all, I thought that wasn't needed. You could have just said she's put weight on and that's <laughs> it. <laughs> so, for ins and outs. For the situation, if this was you or that man, what what would you do if your wife put on a lot of weight or she was spending that much money on him? Um, Hold on, this is what I'm mashing up about this one. A month of two hundred. Do you know how much money? I looked it up, yeah? The average smash burger costs six pounds, right? And it depends what you get. If you get extras, then it goes up. So let's say six pounds, cool. So many burgers. Know how many burgers that actually is? To 200 a month. You can't, yeah. it's one a day. It's more than one a day. You can't bang burgers every day. You can't. That's 33.33 burgers. Exactly. He's exaggerating then. Just, okay, let's say he's exaggerating, but to the point where he's he probably looking at the account and let's say it's touching three figures. Even if it's touching three figures, I'm like, yo, B, what are you doing? <laughs> you know what I mean? So, okay, let me let me take the jokes off. First and foremost, right? There is a period, there's a behavior that's been exhibited that was not being previously exhibited, right? So something's changed. Let's first work out why this has changed yeah, is it a mental issue is it a physical issue has something gone wrong that's triggered her to now consume this amount of burgers find out if your wife is doing okay point number one right once you've established that you can then work out how to help correct it because she might not want to eat 200 pound of, of burgers a month yeah but she might just be thinking maybe she's had a loss in her life or whatever now she's comfort comforting herself with the burgers once you know what it is you can fix it then the attractiveness thing, it, now this depends. Because if when you met each other, 
you said, look, let's say I'm the guy, I like petite women for this example. And when he met she was petite, pretty, whatever, he loved it, married, cool. If she's now got to a point where she's seriously different to where she was, I think he has the right, once her mental health and everything's addressed, to say, I'm actually less attracted to you now, and this is the reason. We've had this discussion before. You know that that's what I find attractive. Now that you've deviated from it, I would really much appreciate to get back to where we were. Or consistent, you might have had kids. I'm not talking a little five, 10, 15 kg here and there. I'm talking significant, right? And now I potentially am worrying about your health or whatever. I want you to be the best you can be. This is not it. I see better for you. Let's change it. If this was a case of, oh no, babe, this fat rara, it's like, okay, well, that's not helping anyone because she's going to get vexed you're not going to get what you want out of it in the end of the day. No one's going to be... We, we're here to make each other better. We're, in the, we're on the same team. We are married. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So let's come together. Let's work out what it is as a team and then do it. But why? £200. Finally <laughs> one in my back pocket, brother. Yeah. <laughs> So much money, though. But no, I totally agree with all that when you said, yeah, then you do have the right, because obviously if you're married and stuff, you, you have that communication. And I always say, like, if I'm, a, if I, when I was in a relationship and I was like, if I ever got to a stage where you know I wouldn't be happy with what I'm looking at, I would want you to tell, tell me. me. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because sometimes you don't know yourself. Sometimes you just wake up one day, you're like, how did I get like this? So you would, you want that person especially to tell you, like, listen, yeah, what's going on? I, I think they have, to, I, yeah, I think that's I think they have communication. A right. I think they have a right to say that, though, like, one i agree out of concern but even if you have put on like 10 kg regardless of kids or whatever like if you have put on 10 kg like and he meant if if someone said my husband said to me oh you know you put weight on i wouldn't take it as a bad thing i'd just be like yeah i have yeah same i think like that's but, the some, person I but am. sometimes people get very defensive about that stuff so i could understand why it will come across in a negative way yeah. but i think as your partner that they can say something. Yeah. If said if they said yo, you're fat, then that's it. Different. It depends where they're coming you, there's from. There's a way of saying things to people. I think. Yeah. I think it's also uh, uh, important if it's an insecurity for that person, because yeah, obviously, if you know it's an insecurity, you're not gonna make the situation worse. You're gonna try help them. Whereas if you don't know, then I think you need to have that conversation. I think one thing we can take away from these videos that like about these polyamorous relationships is how strong their communication is and that's that's something I I would love to have in my relationship strong communication I think is one of the most important and key factors to a healthy relationship that's that's me out that is so true (laughs) some lessons from you (laughs) no you were saying like on the break then that you know you were saying like right at the beginning of the episode that you rationally think before you speak yeah. i'm not like that i speak with emotion like as soon as something yeah. happens like i get very like snappy not okay yeah it reacts with your emotion in that moment. i react at the moment i yeah. just sit back and say okay let me think about this and that's something i'm trying to work on so it's cool to see that, that you're at that it's, place it's, it, yeah like i aspire to be yeah. at that no i respect it though i do respect it. i think I think like my personality and my experiences and stuff I've studied, the people I've met have obviously formed me to this day. Um, so with me, I know that not everyone's going to think about it like me. So if I've got a partner and I know she's quite emotional, so she'll react emotionally first. And then her thing might be, 
you know what, two days later, we've had a big argument, but she might say, you know what, babe, he was right. Brother, I'm always right. Mm. <laughs> she might come back to me and say, oh, yeah, whatever. So I'm prepared for you to have an emotional reaction because I know that's how you are. So mm. I won't take offence if you say some wild stuff. I'll be like, all right, cool. But when we bring it back, that's your communication style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Lessons of Jay there. Wow, Jay. That that's actually a very good, good lesson. Not a lot of people are like that. Even like with me, I feel like only in the last year or so, I've been like, okay, I need to stop reacting straight away. Maybe, yeah, you know what I mean? I feel like you, I, now I'll be like, give me some time. Let me think about what just happened. Yeah. I think I have no filter sometimes. Like sometimes I just say, yeah, I've seen that with you. And then like a day later, like when you woke in the morning, they like, say, why, like, why, why do I say mm-hmm. that? But I guess that's a good thing. Like having a regret or like saying, no, it, you know, it's, it's a balance at the end of the day. Because that what you say. I think it gets toxic when you're, you're reacting like that constantly and you're not acknowledging it. Mm-hmm. I think that's quite toxic in a relationship. Go on. The, woman she went from a size six to a size 14 i think that was in the post as well oh wow um i don't think no but from a six so from the mom well okay is a big and how big how long was that time so if it was like in a whole year that's mad i think yeah Um, it depends it depends because certain man in the comments are saying oh big ting i was like in the grand scheme of things 14 is really not that big but yeah. if you're the guy that likes petite small girls, your, your lens, you're so zoomed into the smallness and you're like, whoa! You know what I mean? <laughs> it depends yeah. on Because, like, if it was over a couple of years, like, he sort of seen when she <laughs> she went from, like, a 10 to a 12 to a, you know... Brought, yeah, he should have seen the growth yeah. of yeah. Not, like, two, like, thousand pounds smash burgers down the drain and then he's like, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he should have picked up on the signs. That's what I'm saying. He should have. So he, he's missing communication from his relationship. That's yeah, what he's Obviously, the man's moving mad because from when John, Terry and Sally can comment on your relationship because you just blew it out to everyone. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's the first thing I thought was, why are you putting it on Twitter? We're, we're talking about it on our podcast. That's the problem. Yeah. It depends if you don't know the guy. If he's got anything about him, he might just have been that pressed that he's like, oh, yeah. God, <laughs> I'm a very straight-talking person. I'm quite blunt. But, like, I think I'm, like, I'm not rude, blunt. I'm just blunt, blunt. So if you're doing something that's annoying me, I'll be like, stop doing that. Yeah, yeah. Same way, so- if, if you think I'm not taking care, just be like, Jay, yeah. this is what's happening. I don't like it because of X, and we can talk about it. So I would like someone to do the same courtesy to me. I yeah. agree. But that I is- feel like with people, if you don't feel, if, if you're in a relationship and you don't feel like you can say that to that person without being offended or offending them. That's not the person. How, how, how much intimacy do you have in that relationship? What, what, I just had a random question, actually. Well, we saw a picture on Instagram. Are beards guys' makeup? Yeah. <laughs> How would you guys look without a beard? That's the question. How would I look without a beard? Mm. Ten ten. <laughs> the confidence. No, no, the confidence. I no, but, that. Yeah, the, the thing is with a beard, I don't think I feel like a haircut is more because it's a haircut's like there's a time limit to it, you have to refresh it and makeup mm-hmm. isn't internal. So I feel like the beard, like I, I look like this. You know what I mean. Mm. Whereas, what do, you make, do I? What? 
<laughs> yeah, like you clearly grew <laughs> it. <laughs> like you grow it. Like yeah. you had to grow you it. You had to grow it. There was a time. There was a time, time you never had it. it. Yeah, at the same time though, but you can't grow makeup, you know? You know the ones, let me just... That's <laughs> tattooed on. People get the eyebrows tattooed on, they get facial eyelashes for like a month. They can get all these, they get their lips done like that. You can actually get semi-permanent makeup. You can get all these kind of things. So the same as, you can get fake, I guess people can have stick on beards as well. That's just a thing. That's a thing. All your beards is it even real? Mm. Nothing's real in this day and age, man. <laughs> don't believe everything. <laughs> Uh, I don't know, but, but I, <laughs> you can take it off after the podcast. I think it was a footballer. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, see, see, mine doesn't even grow that, that much. So I wouldn't really see it as makeup for me because it's kind of the same thing without it, I think. Clean shave, yeah. You would look different. You would look really different. Yeah, you do look different. But you do look different. Makes you worse. No, I think it's actually makeup for God. Yeah, it, it is. We need like a picture. I need to find a picture of before and after or something. <laughs> I feel like I, when I put makeup on, I feel like I look ugly. Same, but not only now, but like in first year, you know, always just wear eyeliner, always just, but now I don't Now I put makeup on, I feel like I'm like for now, today, do you know what I mean? So yeah. I think it depends on the life actually. I'm looking at myself and I'm like, why do I look like a man? <laughs> I think I just got used to not wearing any. Yeah. <laughs> I think you have to think about the way people act as well because certain men can grow beards and certain men oh. can't. Like Drake, yeah, he looks bad. But then he wakes up like that every day when he wants his grow in his beard. I woke up like this, yeah. Oh, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. Yeah, obviously, it's not gonna be fresh cut blah, 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 every but, day, but the, just saying the beard in a sense, like girls don't have their eyebrows done all the time or whatever. And it does change the whole face, but I'm just saying having a beard doesn't have to be like, oh, I don't know. It really, I, I think it is makeup for men. It's the makeup equivalent before. I understand what you're saying. Yeah, it is a thousand set. Do you definitely sticking with was that a no or not yeah. size makeup? I would say no. It's a yeah for me. It's a yeah for me. Last, last opinions. Um, I would hope that everyone is enlightened from this episode and they take away. Um, they take away the sense of strong communication that these polyamorous couples had as a positive from it. But also, I like to let people do whatever. Yeah, you do you, babe. Yeah. That's it. Whatever works for you, you do you. Communication is key. And yeah, man, just talk to each other. That's, I mean, that's, I think that's the root of all, all the things we've talked about. If it works for them, great. And I don't feel like. For example, we've got a lot of opinions, but I don't feel like our opinions have to matter more than theirs. Like, if it works for them, call cool, you, man. More yeah. power to you. Me? Yeah. 200, 200, oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> hey, thank you everyone for watching. Make sure to like, subscribe, comment down below what your favorite part was. Hit that thank notification you. bell. I'll give it to Jay to give your socials out to everyone. Right, so cool. Socials on Instagram is at bigj 9 two A's, two Y's. And that's pretty much all I use. I don't like people that much. But only if you follow me, now I'm joking. Big friend, <laughs> never me. <laughs> never me. Thank you to Jay for joining us today and having this unconventional conversation with us. It was great. 
Um, and we'll catch you in the next episode, guys. Bye. Bye.